Hello everyone, thank you for taking some time out to join us today for yet another bonus edition of the Extra Rounds podcast. Joining us today is Kelvin Gastelum. He fights in the main event of UFC on Fox 25 against Chris Weidman in his hometown, basically, the Nassau Coliseum on Long Island. Hey Kelvin, how are you? Yeah, hello. Hey, how are you? All good, all good. Resting here, having a little cup of coffee. How do you take your coffee? After a workout, everything's good. Right now, it's black. <laughs> uh, are you having to worry about your... No sugar, no cream. Do you, is that just how you like it, or are you worried about uh, the weight, you know, at 185? Yeah, for, uh, well, I'm not going to be cutting much. But, yeah, I mean, it is because I am cutting weight. I'm just taking it black. Got to be healthy in that last week. Can't push anything, huh? Right, right. Not risking it. Just making it as easy and painless as possible. So it's all good. So you were supposed to fight at UFC 212. That didn't come to fruition. Are you excited to get back in the cage? You haven't been gone that long. Yeah. You know, I'm 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 excited for this opportunity. Is what it is. You know, um, uh, I'm just excited to get my this opportunity and get my hand raised and and you know, uh, hopefully move on to the next fight. Hopefully get move on over to to, to fighting for the title soon. That's interesting that you bring it up and call it an opportunity. You know, Weidman is a former undefeated champ who knocked out, uh, knocked off Anderson Silva, but he's on three losses now. Is he still somebody who's kind of like feared in that division? Is he somebody whose name still has that kind of cachet or has that diminished with these three losses? Well, I mean, if you look at his performances, he was winning all those fights until you know, he got knocked out or the weird thing with Masashi happened. He was winning those fights up until that point. So I feel like he's still very dangerous in every area, in every aspect, especially coming into this fight. He's got a lot of internal pressure uh, to deal with. You know, he's in his backyard. He's in front of his friends, in front of his family, um, in his hometown. So I, I feel like he's got, He's got all the pressure coming into this fight, and I, I, I'm coming in, and you know, under the radar, people think, you know, uh, that I'm just this lazy, chubby <laughs> uh, guy that's gonna come in and lose. But um, you know, I'm coming in to, to surprise people. You mentioned his internal pressure. I think a lot of people think going into a hostile environment is kind of a dangerous situation or puts a lot of pressure on that person. But, you know, you don't have the pressure of performing in front of friends and family in your hometown. Is it kind of nice to be in front of a hostile crowd because you don't have to worry about those things? Right. Correct. You know, I don't have people asking me for tickets. I don't have to deal with any of that. So uh, I feel like all the pressure's on him, not me, you know, and I'm perfectly fine with being the, the coming into the hostile territory, you know, I went over to Brazil, they told me they were going to cut my head off, you know what I'm saying, and I was fine with it, so uh, I have no problem coming into his backyard. You've said in the past that uh, middleweights, and you specifically mentioned Chris Weidman, were too big. Do you still feel that way? Have you done anything to bulk up since you've made the move up to 185 and seemingly are intent on staying there? Yeah, so that was when I was fighting at 170, and um, 
you know, I felt like I was undersized and also immature. Um, and I feel like in the last few years, I've grown as a person. I've grown as a fighter and very confident in my abilities, very confident uh, going up against anybody at 185 or at 170. You know, I think it's hard for you to, to, to sometimes put into words how you've grown because it's such a gradual process that takes place over a long period of time. But if you had to try and define it, how, how would you say that you've grown or matured? Man, I mean, every single fight I've had to, to, to learn and grow because, it's, I mean, if you don't grow, if you don't continually grow, you stay in one place, you know, that's when you start losing. Um, and I've always had to continue to grow and, and learn as I go. You know, it's not like I knew what it was like to be a professional athlete when I got in the UFC. I've had to learn how nutrition works. I've had to learn how professional athletes live and all of that. I've had to learn as I go everything. You know, I've learned the business side of things in the UFC and I, Man, it's just been a whole learning experience, and I've gathered a whole bunch of information in the last four years that I've been fighting the UFC. So I've I've gone quite a bit. You mentioned the the title picture, um, or trying to get into the title shot if you can get the win on Saturday. I feel like it's kind of the pictures become really clear. It was murky before, but you have people coming off losses. Uh, you know, you have Gegard Mousasi leaving. Um, so the, it seems like outside of Whitaker and Bisping, it's kind of wide open on who's next in line. Do you feel that same way? Do you think that, like, you you could cement your place as next in line with this win? Absolutely. With a big statement on Saturday, I feel like I could be very well next in line. You know, like you said, Mousasi's gone. Rockhold is MIA. Um, Yoel's coming off a loss. Uh, so I could very well be next in line. Why not? Is that is that what you look to to for inspiration or for motivation when you're trying to prepare for a fight or kind of keep your eye focused in camp when you know you have all these other pressures going on? Is that what you draw to for inspiration? Uh, I, you know, the fight itself is is very motivating, but of course, I always have my eyes set on fighting for the championship. I always want to. I'm always looking forward. Uh, not looking past it, but I'm always looking forward to 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 fighting for the title, you know, or, or getting that opportunity. I'm curious, did you see any of the antics that went on between Michael Bisping and Yoel Romero at UFC um, 213, you know, the ripping of the Cuban flag or anything? And if you did, what was your thoughts on that? Yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, you know, I just think... Uh, that it was very disrespectful on the part of Bisping to rip up the flag and throw it in Yoel Romero's face. You know, and I feel like Yoel is doing a good job of responding, I think. You know, he's, he's very upset about what happened. And, um, I, I, you know, I'm just uh, enjoying the uh, the antics of them going back and forth. Did you see Yoel Romero's uh, video he posted today? It's like a WWE promo. Yeah, it's scary. Yeah, it is, it is scary. If you if you were to fight yeah. Bisping, would you be at all concerned, or how would you react if he did that to to you? Mm, well, I'm a I'm a different kind of guy. Um, I don't think I would have done anything. I would have kept my mouth shut and 
just wait on my, my wait on my opportunity. You know, that's just the type of guy I am. I'm not gonna take anything he does serious because I know he's just he's just being or trying to to be a promoter. You know, promote his fights. Uh, but I'm not I'm not one of those guys that, that is really easily reeled into that kind of stuff. So you're at 185 and you're doing really well. Two wins. Um, do you do you ever envision a situation where you might consider welterweight again, or is it just always going to be middleweight from here on out? No, um, I still have my eyes set on that 170 title. I'd like to run it back again with Tyron Woodley and and um, and beat his ass. You know, I mean that first fight that we had. I mean, uh, I didn't make the weight. I didn't make the weight, but uh, you know. I was in the hospital before that. I wasn't right going into the fight, and he still wasn't able to put me away. And in a lot of people's eyes, I won the fight, and I'd love to to make it right and and run it back with him. That's that's interesting. Um, do you? I think there's a lot of discussion about weight classes and potentially moving things around. I know 165 pounds is a weight class a lot of people talk about, and then that would have to something would have to happen with 170. It would move to 175. Do you think? They should move welterweight to 175. I think maybe they should add uh, a 175 weight class. Why not? You know, uh, every other weight class below 155 is just a 10 pounds difference. You know, 125, 35, 45, 55s, and one, once you get up to 170, it's, it's different. You know, and then you got 185, and then you got 205. Uh, I think they should definitely add more weight classes. Well, I know you're really busy on fight week. Thank you so much for uh, taking the time out to talk to us. Best of luck to you. Thank you very much. Bye.